So, do you want to record a podcast right now? <laughs> I mean, we, we might as well. I don't see why. I, I, could, could, I, could, I could rip a 20, 30 minute podcast right now. So, so what's the plan for? Like, what, what are we going to do? Like, what? Okay. We have. So, we want people coming in to talk about their experiences. But how, how do you see it breaking down? How do I see it breaking down? Okay, I'm, I'm just going to type, type this out. Let's just talk it out. Okay, so first we got to introduce ourselves. We're going to be like, welcome to Questionable Unquestionable. I'm Michael Glenn. This is Justin Sissel. And... Yeah. yeah. Well, okay, so we have to introduce ourselves, number one. Yeah, that's a good place to start, especially with people that we don't really know. That would be a good, good lead. Okay, so we do need to talk about ourselves. Yeah, so, and are we having people on? Like, obviously we, we'd want anyone who's like interesting or like someone new with new experiences are we gonna do it so it's like we do research on them before or are we just gonna let them oh talk? yeah okay lots of research good call we gotta do lots of research like okay I, I see us being like a mixture of joe we're like the the brainchild of uh pmt and the joe rogan experience right we're gonna be the next biggest podcast that's the thing, like, with starting a podcast, like, there's so many podcasts out there, and it's like, Joe Rogan just sold the ticket for, like, 100 million, and everyone's like, I could be, I could be 100 million, count me in. Like, Spotify, sign me. But it's, like, finding what we want to, like, kind of center ourselves around. What do we want? So is it going to be mostly, like, business, or is it going to be mostly... Um, like obviously it's going to be a bit about business, but is it going to be like how to excel in business or are we looking for personal kind of? I think it's more personal. I think it's a lot more personal because like, dude, if we just like are asking like, Oh, like how do you, I don't know. I don't want to sound like a nerd. Yeah. I don't want to sound like, I don't, I don't want to sound like a nerd and be like, Oh, tell me how to succeed in business. Give me all the tips and tricks to being successful. One-on-one make your bed. In the like, dude, if we get like that, it's going to get like really preachy yeah. and I don't want that at all. And it's also like, we obviously we want to learn like how they did well, but it's also like, how did it personally work for them? Cause like I, I, what I do is different than what you do, which is different than like someone else does to be successful and like, just like everyday things and how we like approach it. Yeah. But how do we bring that up in a more conversational way, I guess, is like our goal. So people can like draw what they want from it, like what works, what doesn't work. Yeah. And work on that. Yeah. Like I kind of just want to be like, how did you get to the place that you are now? Like, what was that like? Like, oh, you worked at this company. Like, how did you find your like intern experience? Like, did they work you guys really hard? Like, did they not? Like what were, what was working with your bosses? Like how, how did that interaction play out and stuff like that? And like, I, I want it to be more like personal and like talking about the relationships that, that they had and like connections that they formed and all that stuff. And like it, I kind of want to like plot people on a chart and be like, Hey, like, how'd you get from here to here? Like what, what happened there? What led to that growth? And just like, also like, yeah, what was going on in your life at that point? Like what, what, what were we up to? Yeah, I'd also like to get into more of like those like kind of smaller details of like when there was like a kind of a weird conflict in an office or with someone like 
I get in those with people all the time. And half the time I'm like, what do I do? Like what's going on here? Um, and like how different people handle different things. Cause obviously like there's a varying level of like how severe, like one, the altercation was, I guess, but also like kind of the awkwardness during and after and like yeah. how you deal with that in different settings. Cause obviously in like in different industries and in different um, places, it's very different. So that'd be a good way to like stuff like that. Obviously it's not just going to be focused on that, but it's like, you know, going to lunch, you're out to lunch at one and you're with everyone. It's like, do you get a beer or do you just stick to water or like, so I think it's just like asking a lot of questions that like, obviously you wouldn't usually ask someone, but like, that's why they're here. That's another thing. That's another thing. Like until told otherwise. Oh yeah. (laughs) Um, So like with my thing with Tony or whatever that we're talking about, um, like we're making a workshop for the conference. It's going to be online. Um, but like one thing Tony like kind of offered, cause he like, I, I didn't reach out to Tony. Tony kind of like found me um, through like our speakers, uh, coordinators. Like they just basically, he was like, yeah, I'd be down to work a workshop. And then they just linked me up with him. Um, and he was like talking about like the stuff he can offer. And it was like etiquette coaching and stuff like that. And like when people hear etiquette coaching, they're like, oh, etiquette, like that's like how to format a cover letter and stuff like that. And it's just like boring stuff. But the way he was talking about it was like exact stuff like that. Yeah. Like the, the, the more finite things. Of, yeah. And, and you know. our, our goal with this is like one ask like those questions that like everybody wonders, but like never asks, but like also like, I think one of the biggest like objectives of like a podcast and like having a good podcast is like, having someone tell like a funny story and like getting to like that place where there was conflict and being like, tell me about a time that you got absolutely reamed out by your boss, how you came back from it, what you did after. And like, how could you have prevented it? How did, how did it affect you moving forward? And like, because we want to get to like those stories where people are like, Oh, I did this because of that. And then my boss freaking lost his shit on me and people get like super animated and just like into their own stories um and like we want to those are like the two objectives in my mind that we kind of have i guess i don't know yeah so we should like obviously you should get some questions like leading in but also like more of the, the banter of like i'm very very good at asking really really dumb questions that people would just be like why are you asking that <laughs> but i think it it could get some good answers and get like good conversations going um, yeah for like what so are we going to break it down? Like, do we want people, like, obviously we want a, a big mix of people, but do we want to focus on like bigger industry things or is it going to kind of, I kind of want to go like by stream. Yeah. That'd be good. So like get some consultants on, get some marketers, some uh, finance hardos. Yeah. Oh, I got, I got a, I got a finance hardo. Dude. I'm like an, okay, dude. Oh. This guy, okay, I was boozing last year at Stampede, just having a big and rich time. I get on to this, like, rooftop patio. I shouldn't have been there. Like, I don't know how I even got in there, really. Like, it was just, like, through a friend of a friend. Like, somebody knew someone and and got me in there. So, on a rooftop patio, like, there are some big wigs, like, some big ballers there with, like, loads of cash. This, This investment banker, he's, like, a VP at his company. It's, like, a boutique firm and, like, 
in Calgary. Like, it's not huge, but, like, this guy is making dope. Just, like, he's hammered. He's, like, he offers me a job and shit like that. Like, he's, like, he's, like, oh, I'll hire – he didn't offer me a job. I'm, like, let me clarify that. He didn't offer me a job. He was, like, oh, like, do this and I'll hire you next summer. And I was, like, okay, you're hammered. I'm probably never going to talk to you again. But we connected on LinkedIn. Like, we could get guys on like that that are just, like, kind of wild cards but also know their shit. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that's, like – and also when we get to more sensitive topics, like what we were talking about earlier, like yeah. that obviously we don't want to get like flamed for just because like sometimes when you're uneducated, you just kind of, you know, miss oh, yeah. like whatever it ends up being. Do we yeah, want, we don't, we don't want to talk about boozing. I would not talk about boozing. I would never say the word boozing on a podcast. See, what's really unfortunate is I've been recording for like 20 minutes. So I think it's fine. Like you, you linked it in the story perfectly. Welcome to the first episode, by the way, Justin. Everyone, Justin Sissel. Welcome to the party. <laughs> this is what I told you about when we were on the phone. Um, with the, when the when you said when I was like, yeah, the one guy on the podcast just like starts the podcast without the other guy. <laughs> Who is that? Bert Kreischer and Bert Kreischer and Tom Segura. Two bears, one cave. Absolutely sweet podcast. No free ads. <laughs> no free ads um but that we'll cut that yeah it's gonna be a blank spot there so now that you know you're on the podcast um what are the other things that like if at the end of whenever this ends up wrapping up like this podcast whether we take it beyond uh you know three through nine what what do you want to take from it you think like if you could be like you know what i learned from questionably unquestionable because, you know, everything we say is 100% factual until told otherwise. <laughs> well, what would I want to take away from it? I just want to, like, I want to be able to, like, take away a greater understanding when it comes to, like, dealing with, like, the soft personal skills of, like, dealing with, like, relationships within the workplace, like, that sort of thing. Like, everybody, like... I, I'm, I'm assuming like everyone will go to school with everyone like who listens to this, like are all pretty like accomplished, like good people and can like do the work that's being asked of them. But I think it's another thing to like manage your like relationships and stuff like that to get to a place where you're like in a position to see success, like yeah. how you leverage your connections, but like the ways that you do that. Cause you never want to like leverage your connections in a way that like, makes other people feel uncomfortable or like putting like, Hey, we connected on LinkedIn two years ago. Do you have that job for me? <laughs> like, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. And like, I don't know. I, I think it's just how to manage those relationships, how to leverage them and like what, what's okay and what's not okay. What's yeah. questionable. What's unquestionable. Yeah. Nothing on this though. We're unquestionably very questionable. Um, yeah, I think my big thing is, like, sometimes I find myself, especially when it's, like, dealing with people who may have, like, more experience in a field or have more knowledge, like, I sort of clam up in the sense of, like, I'd really like to know what they know or, like, you know, learn something from them, but it ends up being, like, I feel very awkward, like, almost imposing on them, just, like, yeah, like, obviously, you don't want to annoy someone with something that might just be very obvious to them, so I'd rather just be, like, okay might figure it out on my own like something like that so being able to like get comfortable enough with just kind of 
just asking something and like not really caring what it ends up what they end up like because if I ask a question and they're like what like why would you say that like I nine times out of ten they'll forget five minutes later so it's like something like that just kind of getting that so I think that's where like my big thing thing about that is so like that's a regular part of business like you doing that and like that's normal and like you feeling awkward like there are a lot of people who feel like that but it's like it shouldn't be awkward because that's that's standard those reach outs are standard like i don't know it's kind of tony tony had a post about like interviewing and stuff like that and like how you kind of tackle interviews and one thing that i took away from it is like employers see through fakeness and when you're being like inauthentic when you're like only doing something because it's like within the mold or like the the code of or of conduct or whatever like i think people see when you're peeing when you're being disingenuous and like i just wish like when you are having those conversations it like it was just like two guys talking on a podcast where you're just literally talking like yeah and you should get to know each other like your person personally and like form a relationship there and then and then talk about the work stuff and talk about the okay well like i see you guys have a position here like i'd like to talk about that i think i'd be a great spot to fill it Mm -hmm. or i'd be the person to fill that spot yeah i I think my thing is like i i i'm very much in the same mindset of like it's very easy to see through like people who are aren't being authentic they're like there's obviously like a goal in mind for that interaction yeah not just like getting to know them there's like a set like oh i want this so i'll do that um and i don't want to come off that way yeah but I end up kind of clamming up and it ends up coming off that way so i kind of like shoot myself in the foot so it's like working on just being like when we have someone on just being like hey what's this like even if it's a stupid question and everyone who's listening is just like you're a moron well yeah <laughs> uh, i don't think many people say that like uh, when i was writing up the description stuff I said, I, w- I want to ask the questions that everyone has, but is like, oh, like, is that too dumb to ask? Well, that's like the like crazy thing about sitting in class with so many people where it's like, I know that you're like a very smart person, like whoever it may be, but they're like, yeah, no, I don't want to ask that question. Like, I don't want to be the one to be like, hey, what is that? And you're like, I bet you like six other people. Like, it's very easy to say now when you're not sitting in a class with like all your peers and then a prof in front of you, but like, in do you the, talk in class sometimes like i should talk more but like i try to get involved when i can you know it's not always the the best comments but you know i'm getting involved getting out there what what percentage of classes would you say you participate in like oh, in terms of um, it's dependent on a few things one if i like the class accounting no shot yeah. Never. Also, <laughs> the prof like I, I haven't had a prof that i seriously like really dislike there's some by the end where i'm like i'm really glad i'm not seeing you again but there's also been some where it's just like, I have no desire to have an interaction with you. Reg- like whether it's like yeah. in the hall, it's like, hey, or it's in class. I just don't want to ask you a question just because it's like, you frustrate me, <laughs> which is a stupid way to go about things. But uh, I think for like a semester, there's probably like one class a semester that I like, I'm just like, I'm not going to really contribute to like stats. Yeah. I don't think I put my hand up much in that one. I didn't put my hand up in stats much either. I'm trying to think like this year. What do we have this year? Finance, marketing. uh, Like international business, depending on the prof. Like I don't think I was going to talk to a few of them. Like I really loved, uh, who was the first one? 
the first first uh, finance prof? Oh, no, no, IB. There were somewhere it was just like, it wasn't quite my sort of interaction. So like stuff like that. But, uh, but then there's somewhere it's like, I love the prof, I love what we're doing. So I don't care. I'll just be like, throw it out there. Like Libits and his marketing. Love that guy. Oh, More than anything. I love Libits. Um, so I'm just like, he always just loves talking to people. So it's just like, you just oh, yeah. go in and then you let him go. I've just like stopped caring about like, how I come across in like class for participating because I feel like everyone's like kind of scared to like say something and be wrong like so I'm like I honestly make a point of it like I'll, I will talk almost every single class just because like I want to stimulate conversation because like yeah what part of my learning is like from a professor and like the coursework but like another part of the learning is like having discussions from my classmates I was like there are so many really smart people around me and I'm like, if I'm not talking to them and hearing from them, then like, I'm not getting the full value of my education. So yeah. I like, I talk too much, honestly. I think, uh, I think a big part of that is also like in first year, you're, it's like your first time at the school, like obviously like being Queens Commons, like a, a fairly like prestigious program where there's like pretty high expectations for how people act and how people interact. So it's like, it's tough just kind of throwing out like, just it's like vulnerability really you just kind of like oh uh, you know not like a target in the sense of like people are gonna but it's like a lot of attention's drawn on you in a very like somewhat stressful environment like when you're first there so like go, coming into second year it gets a little easier because you're getting to know people but now when like because like going into third year like we have our close friends we have people that like we know and people who know us so it's like yeah. it, me asking this question isn't going to be a make or break of that relationship yeah. So like getting easy over time so but. i think we i think we put i think we put an uh i'm trying to think of how to word word this but i think there's a greater emphasis in your like in your mind than like it, there is in reality which is like one thing that you'll like say and then think about the next day for like however long, just like being yourself up, being yourself up about it. Like a lot of the time that doesn't really like affect that other person that much. Like it, uh, something that's like small to them is like, can be feel like it's massive for you. And the one thing that like, I love her program and I'm not speaking negatively of it at all, <laughs> but let me preface this by saying that. Um, but I, I think, I think there's like a pressure like that kids put on themselves like it's not the school at all i think there's a pressure that like kids put on themselves to like be always be the smartest and like always like be like number one like because you because you want to come across that way to recruiters you're like i'm the best candidate for the job but i think that there's part of that where it should be like a big separation between learning and like that like recruiting side of things you know because like the guy who assumes he knows everything will be farther behind the guys who are asking questions because they just want to know everything. Yeah. We put a lot of stock in like our interactions with people. Like it's almost like, I don't want to say self-conceited in the, like, cause that's pretty aggressive, but it's like, how important do we think we are? If like, say I trip in front of you that you're still thinking about it. Like a week later, I'm like, Oh, he saw me like fall upstairs. Like whatever. Like, obviously it's not, but like putting your hand up in class, like, 
you draw a lot of attention to yourself for like 30 seconds. And then yeah. by the class, I couldn't name three people who asked the question most of the time. And like, to your point of people like coming across as the smartest and stuff to recruiters, it's, I think a lot of people like in our program, which is like, we have a fairly, like a, a fairly narrow view on like the whole university field because like we're both in calm, but like, I think especially in like the people we see, they came from like very like high achieving, like doing as much as they can, doing as yeah. well as they can and doing like really well. Cause like doing well in high school, hate to say it, not hard, didn't really do anything. And I'm here like that sort of thing. So it's like you come from a, uh, a background of like high success, a lot of achievement. And then, yeah. and then you're like, what if I don't come across that way anymore? So it's uh it's tough but like that's sort of one of those things i like i want to just get to the point where i don't care like walking yeah. up to an event being like hey i'm michael like what are you doing what are you like that sort of thing i think there should be like a separation between like i think when you're learning and when you're at school all you should be is collaborative yeah and then when you're with recruiters and stuff like that and with companies and when you're like actually like trying to form connections and stuff like that that's when you can be competitive and because that's necessary yeah that's necessary and i don't think any of those things are negative that i'm that i'm saying like it's but i i think we should be collaborative until we're competitive because like that makes a ton of sense i never really thought about it that way yeah because like it's it's the value of our degree like if if you want to get more value out of your degree be more collaborative because like you build other people up and you like, yeah, let's say, you know, more than I do in something and you teach me it, you just remembered it better for yourself. But also like so, so competitive in like in grades, which makes sense. Like people want top marks, but like if I know something and I already got that mark, me giving you like, or helping you to understand it better, like helping you with like whatever it ends up being like me doing that doesn't affect my mark any more or less. So it's like, sure. You're going to like, look better but why does that affect me you know like why like why yeah. people care about that so that makes a lot of sense like help each other as much as possible so like when you're in that event like obviously it's tough like if you're say you and i are going against each other at that point and they choose like chose me or sorry chose you i would be upset because be like oh i helped him but like yeah. okay like that sucks maybe they liked him for a different reason i don't think that extra two percent you got him was a make or break on that so i like to we're not graded like I don't think we're graded on much of a like it's not a it's not like a like a bell curve we're not graded on a bell curve it's like a linear curve like everybody gets curved up if like like we're different from the states because this in the states like if you're um if like you help someone then it actually does kind of like unhelp you a bit because like of that curve like if you're graded on a bell curve it's different but we're like we just get everybody gets a bump so like i don't know yeah my uh one of my good buddies from home i saw him uh, i talked to him recently and he was saying there this plan in the states is to go back early like second week of august and they go right through until american thanksgiving so what's that like second or third week yeah. in november so and they're not going to take a break so they're not going to do like a fall reading week or thanksgiving or whatever else they have off usually during then and then once it gets to american thanksgiving they're ending it they're sending everyone home and they're doing exams online so it'll be like everyone's together and like not allowed to leave really to try like obviously they're like a smaller school so they can't really afford to just like not have people show yeah it's like 
all of these different kind of rollout ideas are so crazy to me. It's, it's nice being in Alberta right now for that. It's like, like you can go to restaurants, patios, like as long as you're not more than six at a table, you're fine. Wow. Like, it's it's pretty crazy, like the way the way that they're coming back with it. I don't know. I don't, I don't know how to. What's at the bottom? Like, what states? Big uh, big geography guy right now, but like, what yeah. states are it's, below Alberta? Is it like the, Idaho and Montana? Okay. So like, yeah, are there like are, big like border crossings there? Like, do a lot of people come through there usually? Like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, because like you guys, you guys in like Ontario and like Toronto and stuff, like or near Toronto, GTA. Um, you guys have a like the Muskokas and everything like that. That like cottage area over there. There's not. There there are places in Alberta. I'm actually up in Sylvan Lake right now, ironically, um, which is like a lake where people go to uh, and like buy places. So like it's like there's like a bit of a Muskoka here, but like it's not really Muskoka vibe. But, like, a lot of people, like, buy places down in the States and go down there. As well as, like, go over to BC from Alberta. Like, if you're in, in Calgary and, like, the prairies, like, oh, There is still, like, a lot of traffic of people going in and out. But they just, like. Yeah, but, but it's closed. It's closed. You can't. Land borders are closed. But guess what? You can fly. You can fly. How does that make sense? You can fly there, but you literally can't do the land border. Like, why can you go there if you can fly? But if you. It makes yeah. no sense. I don't know. Like. I haven't been doing enough reading on it. I probably should do more, but it's just like the way things are going down. I think it'll be, uh, I have no idea, but it's, it's pretty crazy how something can work. Like Florida, like Tampa's NHL team, like lightning just packed it in. Cause like so many other guys just tested positive in like Philly. So it's like, yeah, it's mind blowing to me. But. I didn't know that they had to call it. I, I had no clue. I haven't been following the NHL that much. I don't know what the final like uh, verdict was, but um, let me look this up. But yeah, I don't know. Let's see if this works. Uh, latest news: closed facilities after three players test positive. This is like in Florida, like no one. I just don't think they believe it exists or something. But who knows? Anyway, what do you say? It's a good first one for one that you I, I I think we talked about some good stuff. I think there might be some rough edits in there a little bit. No, there there no, may be some things we need to chop out. But also, all in all, I think we might have done okay. I don't know. English exceptionally well. And we spoke English. Okay, well, that was 100% factual because no one told us otherwise. We're pretty set there. Uh, <laughs> pretty easy when we're by ourselves. It's good. <laughs> uh,